Full Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai. I am your host joining you every single week ish. Um, And I am a life and mindset coach. And I'm super excited about today's episode because I'm going to be running you through my business journey, how I got where I am today, how I got started, how I make money. It's so funny because every single time I meet someone, almost, unless they're kind of in a similar field, People always ask me, like, is this my full time job? Does it support me? And the answer is yes, very much so. And it has been like I have been running this online business for four years as of May. So we're already, you know, almost over in May, if we can believe that. And I've been living solely off my online business for like two years pretty much. So yeah, there's a lot of potential to grow and to earn money and to have a successful career. And that's definitely not been without its ups and downs. Owning your own business is just so intense. I love it and I could not imagine ever doing anything else. But if this is something that you're interested in doing, just know that you will need support, that there will be times where you don't know what to do. Like there's no IT person to turn to when your laptop doesn't work. There's no HR person to talk to when you know, things aren't going well with the people around you, like being your own business and being your own boss and being the sole person in your team, which is how I'm currently running. Like I do outsource a couple of things like some graphic design work. And I have a lot of systems that I pay for to automate certain things in my business to make things easier so that I'm not doing absolutely everything by myself. But like there are moments when you're like, oh, I don't have anyone to turn to and I need to take action on this thing. I need to fix this thing. So I'm just going to have to figure it out on my own. And this was something that used to hold me back a lot in the early days of my business. But I've had, you know, since, especially over the past like three, four months, I have grown so much as a person. And that has seen me be able to just like, take action and and solve mistakes and solve problems really quickly even if they're things that I'm like whoa I don't know what to do right now my capacity to just like let go of the guilt and the embarrassment around it and be able to just be like yep I'm gonna solve this issue has sped up so quickly which means that I'm able to create results even faster for myself as your business expands there are going to be times when you do make mistakes or you suddenly have more things to take responsibility for. And if you're not able to take action on them and think on your feet and be intuitive and take initiative, then you are going to fall on your face and then you are going to slow down your progress. And this whole ability of me to be really agile and creative and in my in my power has only come because I have worked alongside millionaire coaches who have huge successful thriving businesses and I've invested in coaching with them so that I can get access to their energy to their minds and to their systems as well and then on top of this I'm constantly investing in my mindset because you can have the best strategy you can have the most amazing content plan and business plan and have all of the savvy solutions and what have you. But if your mindset is coming from a place of scarcity, if there are self-limiting beliefs, if you don't feel confident within yourself, if you don't have a clear connection to your intuition, it's going to be so hard to take action on things that will actually help you to grow. And that's why business is truly a mindset and personal development game. And that's why working on your mindset 
especially because then you'll be the client. And so you understand what it's like to be on the client side when you're helping your business. And everything that I do is very much an integrity. So everything that I offer, everything that I ask my clients to do, everything that I speak about are things that I have been through personally, which means that my words are matching with my actions and my intentions. And that's a huge, huge value of mine. So with that being said, I'm gonna run through some questions that I got in regards to my business, I feel like I often get asked questions of like, how do I get started and how did I get here and what courses I did and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to break it down for you so you get the inside scoop. So the first question was, what was my career path? And I love talking about this because I've actually been running my own business since I was 19, just going to keep flexing that because I can't even believe that I did that. But essentially, When I finished school, I really wanted to become a personal trainer. I was super into fitness. We all know that that ended up in me having a disordered eating um, pattern, very like binge eating, like very negative relationship with food and all of that. Um, But I was really passionate about fitness at the time. And I looked up to do a um, fitness certificate to become a personal trainer. And at the time it was so much money. I think it was like four grand, which still is like, you know, it's a decent investment and it's definitely not pocket change and definitely not something little old 17-year-old Inez had when she was finishing school. So I kind of just automatically dismissed it and went to uni because it's what my mum told me to do and also it was what like was popular and mainstream and, you know, you could put it on hex so you didn't have to pay for it. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I ended up just going to uni and doing an arts degree, which is basically a very general degree. Did that for a year, had a good year of just being 18 and honestly fucking around and working as a receptionist at a gym and just getting drunk a lot of the time and going to uni and just kind of like living the uni life. (laughs) Um, And then I did that year of uni and I wasn't really into it. I found it really hard to stay motivated. I struggled to make any friends. So there wasn't really much accountability or like I didn't have a support system. And then I tried to go back into uni the second year, but because I was so disconnected to the purpose and I, I was so disconnected from my intuition as well, but I just felt this call of like, nah, I went to my first class in the second year of my uni and I left halfway through and I just knew that I wanted to defer. And this was probably one of the first times where I really did what I wanted to do rather than following the mainstream. And even though my parents told me you shouldn't defer and people around me was like, just do it. And then you have a degree. And then like, you know, if you take a year off, then you're going to be a year behind, which is like, honestly, the worst excuse to do something. Cause it's like, if I don't do it now, then like, when is the time going to be right? When am I going to be fully ready to do it? And I know a lot of us have this worry where like, we want to try and figure out what we want to do, but we don't try things because we're worried it's going to be the wrong thing. And then we're going to be wasting time. And then six months down the track, a year down the track, five years down the track, we're like, I still don't know what I've done because I'm sitting in indecision and I'm not taking action on anything. Like the best way to figure out whether or not something is for you is to take action on it. Invest in that coach, go to that class you've been thinking of, reach out to that new gym that you keep thinking you want to try, take action on it. So what if you, you know, like, so what if it doesn't serve you? So what if it's different in the unlikely event, right? Because your intuition is calling you to that thing for a reason. It's unlikely that you're going to lose out on that thing, but your brain can't imagine what good things could happen from it because it's the unknown and it's an experience that you haven't had before. So focus on like, okay, well, my intuition is pulling me towards this thing. And anyway, then I decided to defer uni. I 
figured out a way to make it work. I tapped into my resourcefulness to sign up to this piece, um, to this PT course. I didn't, I think I had like $2,000 in savings and then I got money from my parents, borrowed that from them and just said I would pay it back to them, which I did. And, you know, a lot of us think I don't have the money right now, or I don't know how I can make this work, but you can be more resourceful than you think. So give yourself credit for it. And when something is really important to you, then you will figure out a way to make it work. Even if you're not sure how, when you like say yes to something, you will like, I've just invested in so many things in my life that now I'm at this point where I'm like, if I am investing in something, I just know I'm going to make it work. So then I did my PT course. I signed up um, at a gym and basically how it worked is you paid rent at the gym and then you ran your own business in the space. So you had to get your own clients. You ran all of your systems. You designed all of the programs. You just kind of did everything. And this was like a huge learning curve for me because um, I was basically like, you know, the first day I had at the gym, I was paying rent. So I'm responsible financially. I've got to pay this money. And I just walked in there with such confidence. I don't even know where I pulled it from because when I was 19, I was not the most confident person. But I think because I was just so like, yep, I'm going to make this work. I tapped into this alter ego, which I think we should all have of like, who is this like boss bitch, which I actually hate that word. But like sometimes there's no other way to describe it of like, like, you know, the, the inner version of me that is confident, that doesn't care about other people, that wants to make this work, that is passionate about fitness that is ready to help clients around and even though that didn't feel 100% like me I just adopted that version of myself because I knew it would help me in that moment and so on my first day I signed up six new clients and I was ready to go and there was so many ups and downs with fit um, with personal training because you're never guaranteed an income people are always coming and going you have people canceling late for sessions but doing that for like five, six years really helped me develop a thick skin and understand that everything really is coming and going in ways. And I'm not someone that's ever worked for a, in a corporate job. I've never had a stable salary. I've never been paid by anyone else but myself. I've always made money for myself, like through my clients or whatever it might be. Um, but what I've learned by speaking to my friends, because like basically everyone I know is working a corporate job, is that all businesses have waves. And when you're a young, naive business owner, you think that must mean that there's something wrong with you. But actually every single thing in our life comes and goes in waves. And so it's just natural and it's about trusting yourself and trusting the universe in those moments and having strategies and tactics to move through those emotions and continue sharing what you're passionate for. So then I also did a degree, um, an applied science degree uh, in exercise physiology, where I learned so much about the human body and nutrition and psychology and behavior change. Like it was a very comprehensive degree. And when I finished that, I tried to work as an exercise physiologist, but I, it just felt so unaligned with me. I can't even explain why. I just felt really limited by working within a business. And I guess that's because I've always, you know, worked my own hours, done things my own way, and I'm open to new ways, right? But when I was working as an exercise physiologist, it just felt very limiting to how I could actually help people. And I just felt like I was wanting to help people in a slightly different way. So I'd finished uni, 
realized I didn't want to work in what my degree was in. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to start moving into online coaching. I was pretty burnt out from this point. I had worked six years as a personal trainer, face-to-face working one-on-one, like PT is really intense. I don't know if you've ever done something like, you know, when you're babysitting and you have to look after the children for like three hours, like you're constantly giving that person attention and you're so focused on that one person. And I, I loved personal training. I really did. But I was so burnt out from having done so many hours. I also had to do 500 hours of clinical placement at uni as well. So I was essentially doing like two full-time jobs, but only getting paid for one of them. And it was just, I was just very, very burnt out. And I had always had this idea of wanting to start talking about fitness on Instagram and start doing online coaching. And in my mind, that was like the dream. So I started doing, I I tried to kind of like start it on my own, but I was very not confident. I felt really worried about um, showing up on social media and feeling like I was going to get bullied, feeling like people were going to make fun of me for sharing what I was passionate about. And I would watch so many other fitness people like set up their businesses and talk about the things that I wanted to talk about. And I was so inspired by their social medias and it felt so hard for me to reach into that and be like, Oh, I want, I, I get to do that too, because I didn't feel like I was worthy of being seen. I felt like people would just make fun of me. And I know some of you that might follow me on social media, whether it be Instagram or TikTok. And if you're not come and follow me, hang out with me. Cause it's the best on there. You might question how I ever felt like nervous about showing up online. But let me tell you, I used to feel so nervous and shy and it took me such a long time. I always say this to anyone when I'm talking about business or whether, you know, sometimes people talk to me about setting up their business or in coaching sessions or whatever it might be. I don't really regret anything because I know everything had to happen at a certain time, but I do sort of, if there's one thing I sort of regret, it's like not starting to show up earlier on social media because yes, there was so much fear of judgment from me, but that's always going to be there anyway. And if people judge you, they're not going to be people that you want in your life or as a client or as a friend anyway. So the sooner you start, the sooner that you can start creating results and making an impact, which is what it has always been for me. Like it has never been about making loads of money for me. Of course, that is a goal that I I have. Like I want to make lots of money and I want to stand in my power and be like, yep, I know I deserve that. However, it's always been a drive to have an impact, to be able to positively impact the people around me and to show people around me how to live a better life, how to feel more healthy, how to feel more fulfilled, whatever it might be. And because I was so connected to that deep feeling of like wanting to have an impact and help other people, it meant that even when I wasn't sure how I was going to make money or even when I had slower months, I still kept moving through with that because I was so connected to that inner vision. When you're connected to an external vision of making money, which comes and goes all the time anyway, it can be really easy to lose motivation and to quit and to give up on things. And that's not to say that you can't quit because my career path has had lots of changes and I have quit certain things so that I can create space for things that do align with me. But It's also to say that like, I still have the same vision. I still move forwards with it because I've got this burning desire within me to help people around me and to have an impact globally, essentially. So yeah, I started to work on my online business by myself, but wasn't really gaining much traction because I was too nervous to post about it. 
So I um, did a business course, which really helped me to set up the foundations of my business. And the thing about investing in yourself is like, yes, I was still scared about showing up on social media, but now I had taken a risk and I needed to make it work. So that gave me enough motivation to be like, okay, I'm scared, but I'm going to overcome the fear because I've paid this amount of money. So now I need to create results and like stand true to my vision. So then I set up my online business. There was a whole big journey with that. Then I was doing personal training, fitness coaching, macro tracking for about two years. Then I started moving into helping people recover from binge eating and do like nutrition and mindset coaching because that was something that I had dealt with and something that I had done a lot of my own research with. And then when COVID hit last year, I pivoted into, which I've kind of done a podcast episode about this into mindset and life coaching which is what I do solely now in my business I help people to find their purpose to be connected with your intuition to be in your power be respected stop people pleasing and that's literally what I run all my courses my programs and my coaching about at the moment and I've never felt more fulfilled I've never felt more aligned and just so like I know what I'm doing and that's really reflected in my business right And the only reason that I'm here and I feel so confident with what I'm doing and I know what I have to offer and I feel really competent in my coaching skills is because I consistently invest. I'm always getting support. Even when I feel like, ah, I feel like I've learned so much or I feel like I've invested so much, I still do more because you don't know what you don't know. And the act of investing in yourself and making those investments larger every single time gives you more confidence and it expands you to more and it helps you to receive more money to you as well on a business side, but also a personal side as well. Because again, if you as a person don't feel worthy of receiving money, then it doesn't matter how amazing your business plan is. So yeah, that is the full story of my career plan and where I'm at now and the way that I envision my future is I'm going to continue to give myself permission to pivot as I feel with the message that I have but right now I'm really confident in doing life and mindset coaching and helping people be clear with their purpose managing your anxieties develop better communication skills all of these kinds of things and this is something I help a lot of my clients with as well is like pivoting and changing tracks and realizing oh what I'm doing right now isn't serving me and I feel like I'm at a crossroad my ego is telling me to stay in the safe place but I'm feeling miserable I'm feeling sad I'm feeling so like bored and repetitive all the time so how can I connect to my intuition to figure out what is next and having someone to walk along that path with you is it's it's almost essential right because if your ego is so loud you need someone else to show you the way so investing in someone and this is what I do that is where you want to be to help you to get there is like a surefire way to get you to where you want to be. Someone asked, how did I get started? Which is a good question. And I kind of already covered this, but essentially I kept having this feeling coming up of like, I want to help people. I want to work online. I want to have the ability to scale more because obviously if I'm working in person, I'm only going to be able to serve a certain amount of people. Um, So I knew that working online would also allow me the lifestyle I needed in order to be able to take care of myself to then be able to serve more people as well. Because when you're running a business or even when you're working in a corporate job, it can be really easy to allow that job or that business or that goal to go above 
your well-being and your needs. But when you do that, you're actually limiting yourself because you're not approaching that situation with your best self. So along with having the right support, which is kind of self-care anyway, it's important that you have space and you create that space for yourself, right? Just because you're in a busy corporate job doesn't mean that you can't create space for yourself. That's on having boundaries. Um, and so I always ensure that like, I'm not on my phone at certain times in the day that I have time to rest, that I have time to go do my coaching and see my therapist and go to the ocean because all of that helps me to then be a better coach, a better business owner and create more results and have better sessions with my clients and serve my clients to my highest ability. So for me, I knew I needed a balance of all of these things. So thinking about what I wanted my ideal week to look like and the thing that helped me the most start was posting on social media and sharing what I was passionate about, sharing the things that I had been through, being vulnerable and consistently delivering value before I started selling something. So building up that audience and showing them what you're about, having a clear direction with your message as well and showing your transformation of how you got from A to B and constantly just sharing your story and anchoring into the mindset of knowing people want to hear what you have to say. And if you keep sharing a story, you're going to be a magnet to people that relate to that. And then they're going to be the ones that want to work with you as well. So posting on social media and getting a coach, doing courses, getting the support. Those are the two main things that helped me massively to get started. Yes, you can do all of the qualifications you want, but you need to be taking action on actually creating a business. And so therefore having the right support to do that is really, really helpful and essential. And if you have only ever done qualifications, but you've never been a client, it's going to be really difficult for you to coach from an empathetic place. Because if you haven't, if you don't, haven't been through the experience of being a client, how can you effectively coach them? Like for me, that's just totally out of integrity. So ensuring that you have been through a coaching program that is similar to the one that you want to offer, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but just know what it feels like to be a client because that's so valuable. Whenever I'm a client and I've invested in a coach, I notice things that I like. I notice things that I would do differently and then I can integrate that into my programs. And then it means when I'm talking to my clients, I know how they're feeling. I know what they're going through. And that's one of the reasons why I believe my coaching is so impactful. Someone else asked me, how did I know what I wanted to sell? And if you look at my business now, it probably seems like I have a lot to offer, but this didn't happen overnight, right? So the way that my business runs is that I've got my social media content that is free and totally accessible. I sometimes host free challenges, free workshops, free masterclasses, and that's all like the bottom kind of of the pyramid of my content and value that people can consume. And then next up to that, I'll have paid masterclasses, which are like one to two hour classes that people can join that will be on a very specific topic. And then I've got my courses, which are things like peaceful relationships and zero to um, or anxiety to zero real quick. Or I've also got the abundance method, which we're actually just finishing up now. And it's so good. Um, and they're all courses. So the format of that is like it's a little bit lower of an investment but they're all taught in like kind of lecture style videos. They're live. All of my courses are live, which I love doing because it means that I can interact with all of my clients. And I know a lot of the time people join courses, but they're not actually taught live. So for me, that makes it a little bit less engaging. And you see that in the stats as well, that when courses are pre-recorded, people are less likely to finish them versus when courses are taught live. So for me, that was something really important in the building of my business. And you also get things like journal prompts and meditations and all that kind of thing in my courses. 
and they're all held within Facebook. So you can ask questions. We're inside a secret Facebook group. There's like a group of like-minded women, which is really important or like-minded people really, that's really important so that you can get a vibe of like, Ooh, what I'm going through is not just such an isolated problem. Like other people are going through this and that in itself is so healing. Um, so that's kind of like teaching style and it's the building blocks for my coaching. Then the next level is my group programs and these are taught via Zoom. So they, so that means my clients have the opportunity to actually talk to me, get coaching on the go, like back and forth discussions. I do a little bit of teaching on there, but that's more about high level conversations where we get really into the nitty gritty of coaching. And often people will do my courses to start off with and the things that they learn within the courses, they'll then come into group coaching or one-on-one coaching and be like, how can I specifically Um, integrate this into this certain problem and, and that kind of thing. And then the top of the pyramid, the biggest level of support, accountability, and obviously the highest investment is one-on-one coaching. So that's where we specifically go through what you're going through. You have all of the access to me. We voice memo most days of the week. We have one-on-one coaching calls. We dive so freaking deep. So that's kind of like how it works. But to start with, I just offered one service. I had one program and I would absolutely recommend just offering one thing first and starting with um, one-on-one coaching and getting building up experience because a lot of the reason why I'm so confident with my coaching is because I've now had the opportunity to coach so many people. So it's like building up that experience first and then understanding like different experiences from different walks of life. And because I've not only had that from my online business, but also from my personal training days to having to have so many different conversations with people from so many different walks of life really gave me the ability to talk to different people and to understand and be really empathetic. So to start with, think about, okay, what would I love to sell? What do I love to talk about? Who would be my ideal client? And normally it, for me personally, whenever I go through something, I love to talk about my learnings and my reflections. And then that normally turns into a program, which is why I did created the empowered peace group program, which is all about figuring out your purpose, having a clear connection to your intuition and being respected in in your power, right? Because these were big pillars of life that I had been through. So therefore I was like, okay, who, who would I love to be talking to and get really specific about the program that you want to have? If it's not clear what it's about, it will be hard for people to understand. And when people are confused, they're not going to want to buy something. Like if you went to a shop and they were like really like confusing about the color scheme that they used or every single time they brought out a product, it was something completely different. You'd be like, well, this is too confusing. I'm going to go with someone that is consistent and makes it understandable and it makes sense, right? So it has to be something that you're really passionate about too, because if you're not excited about it, it will lose its magic really, really quick. In order for something to sell, you need to be able to talk about it over and over and over again. You want to be able to apply it to different situations of your life. You want to be able to um, be really clear about what it is and how it's impacted you because you're showing the transformation of it as well. Like you should be living and breathing what you're trying to sell. So therefore you're in integrity with it and it's obvious that people want to come to you to buy it. So if you're thinking about what to sell, Like the idea will come to you and don't make it complicated. Oh my God. This is my biggest gripe with coaching. So many people make a program or selling really complicated. They think you need to have all of the offerings. You need to have 10 different thousand things to offer with a program. You need to have like all these 
added bonuses and extras and inclusions. And it's like, you don't make it simple. And this is not coming just from me being a coach. It's also coming from me being um, someone that's been in programs where there has been so many things included and you think it's going to be really value packed, but it just ends up being too overwhelming and you can't possibly soak it all in. So make it simple. Less is always more. Think about the really key takeaways that you want your clients to be walking away with. And if you get an idea to do something, even if you're like, I don't know if I'm fully healed or I don't know if I'm fully ready with that. No one is fully healed. No one arrives at this place of like complete confidence and power. It's just like, I know that I've been to a point that I can help people with. And therefore you have that idea to do it. And just for me, whenever I think about a program, I think about how long I want it to be. I think about what the name is. I think about the two or three main aims for it. And then I might write out like a skeleton plan timetable so like what each week's topic is going to be and how I'm going to break it down and it's not a big process for me and it doesn't have to be a big process and then I decide the price and I do it all based off my intuition I don't search other people's Instagrams I don't look at try to get advice or whatever I think about what feels really exciting to me in this moment and I don't force the idea to come to me either because if you try and sit down in your room force yourself to think about it you're not it's not a breeding ground for creativity so instead live your life go for a swim talk to people read books and then all of a sudden you'll be like I want to do a program on how to make people's hair shinier for example and then think about like what you're going to do and how you want to sell it and what kind of transformation you want to offer and then go from there you do not need that much in order to make a program incredibly transformate transformative okay the next question as i mentioned at the start of this podcast is people are always asking me like how do i actually make money and i make money purely from all of my coaching business like i and i get all of my clients through social media and a small percentage is also through word of mouth so if you're my client listening to me and you've referred me a client I love you so much. It makes such a difference. My business is completely organic, which means I don't use any kind of paid sales funnel or anything like that. I use completely just social media, Instagram, TikTok, this podcast as well. So by you listening, subscribing, rating, following me, whatever, it actually really, really helps support and share this podcast as well. Um, But yeah, I make money through all of the coaching and offerings that I I shared before. And sometimes I'll do one-off like campaigns on my social media, or I also work with Lululemon. So sometimes I'll do like modeling gigs with them, lol, which I actually really love and I would love to do more modeling. So I'll just put that out there in the universe. Like, yeah, I actually love being in front of the camera. And I think a lot of times people are like, oh, like I couldn't be a model or I couldn't do it. And it's like, you're letting your ego hold you back. Like, why not? Every single time I've done modeling like it sounds like I'm gonna walk down the catwalk but it's more just like being in a photo shoot or creating content like that shit lights me up so um but yeah pretty much most of my income comes from coaching and so it's never guaranteed I never know exactly how much I'm gonna make every single month and I don't sit there and I don't try and calculate it because that makes me really bogged down and I expect things not to make sense in the in the way that like I want to be blown away by my own results. I'm like, I'm expecting things to just be like totally not what I expect at all. So I'm not setting myself up for this like specific goal that I need to have every single month. I'm more just like, let's see what can happen. Let's see what money I can make. Let's see how how much I, I can call in. And it's more for me about creating an impact and feeling like, my message is really aligned. And the more I focus on me having fun, me doing things that I love, me like 
just sharing my truth, the more naturally things just come to me. And it's like, it's a really juicy process, but it requires so much trust. Like it's so easy to sit there and think, okay, well, if I calculate everything and if I know what I'm doing this month and I have everything locked and loaded, then it's definitely going to work out that way. But it never does. It never does. Things are so much more dynamic than that. So stop trying to calculate every single thing. Yes, be responsible for it. Yes, have some structures in place and also let universe guide you a little bit and change your plans and be open to things changing because you never know how things are going to work out and that can be such a positive things because who knows you never know if you're going to sign up like 10 new clients and you're going to triple your income or you never know if you're going to get a pay rise or you never know if you're going to get a new job interview so start thinking that way what would be my tips if someone had a full-time job and they wanted to leave so that they could set up their own business well My first tip would be start sharing your passions on social media and building your brand so that people know what you are about and know your vibe so that they can start feeling connected to your mission. Because when you have a brand, people are going to be magnetized towards you and want to actually get to know you and want to buy things from you. And every single person definitely has time to post on their social media, whether it be a couple of times a week, you will have time even if you're working a full-time job. The thing that stops us is worrying about what other people think and trying to make a post perfect if you are worried about what other people think you will never ever ever get to where you want to be right so acknowledge yes there is a fear there and it's normal to feel fearful of judgment and know that that's always going to be there until you just like take the plunge and do it And then secondly, stop trying to make all of your posts perfect. Of course, your first Instagram post or live or podcast is not going to be the best one ever, but taking action is the quickest way to start improving. So just start posting now and start posting things and know that it's not like the final post you ever do. You're always going to be posting new content and you always have the opportunity to start sharing new content. So yeah, that would be my... um, my what's the word my first step that I would encourage you to do and then secondly um you could start doing some you know some work with and start thinking about like what well firstly in order to share on social media think about what you want to offer to people as well firstly and have like a, a clear idea but make it simple it doesn't have to be intense like it can just be like I want to work with people who like if you if you're similar to me I want to work with people to help them manage their anxieties and have healthier habits for example that's not exactly what I do but we'll just have it for simplicity so start sharing content bait content based on that and then thinking about okay these are the clients that I want to work with and start journaling about the ideal client that you would love to work with and then work seeing if you can call in a few clients and you will be able to be even with a full-time job and just start building it up from there and then if you have a few clients I wouldn't recommend necessarily just being like fuck it I'm gonna quit my job because then you're putting so much pressure on you to be building up your own clients and your business and that amount of pressure puts a bit of a dampener on your creativity because now you're not doing it purely because you love it but you're doing it because it's like fuck I don't have money I need to make rent I don't have a salary and like that's just a pressure that you don't have to put yourself into right so if you start to pick up a few clients and you start to have a bit of a side hustle and then maybe you can drop down a day from work or maybe you want to move into something that's a little bit more part-time and I would really encourage you to do it as a 
slow transition and I definitely did this too I was still doing um face-to-face personal training for a really long time before I went full-on into my um online business just because you want to have something that gives you stability whilst you're still establishing your business and that time limit is going to be different for every single person but also know that it took me like three years before I was fully independent working on my online business and solely getting money from that it's okay to have a side job it's okay to still be working at a cafe whilst you're building things up there's no metal for figuring it out as quickly as possible and we really need to let go of our ego that tells us that we should be quitting our job straight away or that we shouldn't be working in a cafe or we've gone backwards because we're now doing a casual job when we used to work full-time it's like no that job can be a building bridge to get to where you want to be and so just trusting in the timing of things and trusting that sometimes we do like have to take a step back in order to go forward. So like an arrow, you've got to pull backwards in order to get forwards. But yeah, my recommendation wouldn't be to just like fully quit your job. Although I will say that a bit that I didn't say in my career path at the start was I was actually fired from my PT job because I had differences with the manager. Basically he had a crush on me. I've actually never shared this before and I didn't. And then ever since then, we just did not see eye to eye and then it essentially led to a complete crumbling of the relationship. And so I was fired. But when we get into that mode of like not having anything to do of feeling really stressed, sometimes, yes, that can cause us to like pivot and really take action really quickly. Right. But I wouldn't recommend putting yourself into that if you can avoid it, of course. Okay. So I'm going to leave the podcast there. Let me know what you thought. Did you find this interesting? Did this make you feel inspired? Are you planning on starting your own business? And the last little thought I'll leave you with is like, it's not cut out for everyone. And I don't believe that every single person should just quit the nine to five and run their own business at all. But I do believe that if you have that desire, it's within you for a reason. And you're also allowed to have your passion seen to life. Like you can bring things to life that you feel really, really excited about. And if you're feeling confused, you're feeling lost, you're not sure where to start, or you're feeling scared about failing, whatever it might be, the best thing you can do is get the right support. Yes, it can be scary to invest, but stop thinking about how you're going to lose money and start thinking about how you're opening yourself up to all of these potentials that you can't even possibly imagine because they're so outside of your realm which is probably what you want anyway if you're interested in support send me a dm and i can give you some um, suggestions and some help as well i'm always open to giving feedback and providing advice and guidance but aside from that thank you for listening let me know if you have anything else you would like me to chat about on the podcast any suggestions i would love 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 to hear them from you but that's it from me enjoy the rest of your day and i will speak to you all soon